Okay, here we are for our little weekly show. Before I get, we get started, I will do our little quick intro. So this is our weekly This Week in Outrage show with David and Lisa. Hey, Lisa. Hi, babe. And uh, this is not the Outrage Overload podcast, which is a science podcast about outrage and lowering the temperature, where we talk to scientists and researchers and authors and stuff like that. And we it's, it's a pretty seri fairly serious show. This one is kind of the opposite of that. We just kind of look at some things that happened this week, maybe dive in a little pl few places and see if we find anything interesting about stuff we saw in the memes on the news, things like that. Last week we got on a major uh, derailment on conspiracy theories. Maybe that'll happen this week too. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was not fun. You didn't like that? <laughs> well, it wasn't my intended direction to go, but... I thought um, it was just something at that time I was being bombarded by. And if you do want to check out the Outrage Overload podcast, by the way, the episode this week was actually titled, um, The Real Conspiracy is Nobody Knows What They're Doing. <laughs> <laughs> and I did talk to a marketing and branding person about political branding and authenticity uh, and political campaigns and whatnot. Oh, that political campaigns comes back to that again, where we um, we talked about talking about people like, okay, how do you get a staff? What is your staff? You know, now that now that you've been elected, what now? What? Mm -hmm. So, but this person that you speak to this week is mostly about um, just getting elected. Well, the reason why I reached out to him is because, yeah, basically, but so he, he, he put out a paper a few years back and then he followed it up with some more research about um, that he, he he went out and interviewed a whole bunch of political consultants that do campaign, run campaigns for, you know, the political consultants that get hired to help politicians get elected and stuff. And so then he kind of just analyzed all that and talked about it and what his analysis was. And so I kind of just brought that out and then I asked him questions about it and pushed in some areas where I didn't see him. I didn't see what his analysis said about it just to see what he thought about some things like, do they realize they're sort of tearing the country apart by these actions that they do? Stuff like that. Well, do they care? But that, that, but you already discussed all that on your show, so. <laughs> yeah. You're getting some good feedback on that episode. So if okay, you want to check good. it out, hopefully you like it. Good. I loved it. Um, as usual. So what did you want to start with today? Well, uh, so I have a few serious things and then lots of sort of not so serious. Well, I have things. a lot of just one-off things, but yeah, we, I just want to make, you know, we talk about that this is basically about our outrage and um, the, Supreme, <laughs> the Supreme Court decisions this week did not exactly make me, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Confident. Well, there was one good happy. one with the the Moore versus Harper. Yes, there, that, that was one, good. Yes, but yeah, some of the others were not so good. No, no. Yeah. So that's been kind of uh, weighing on me. It's like, ugh, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I mean, it, it's we could talk all we want about those individual decisions. I think that what's more outrageous to me is that, um, you know, we have people in the um on our court right now who really are so woefully uneducated uh, or unqualified it's just kind of frightening you well, know what i mean yeah well and um yeah i mean it's it's just weird and, and also it's kind of frustrating when they backtrack on stuff they said in their confirmation hearings right yeah that's annoying no, it's really annoying and it's really frustrating. And what's more frustrating is that nobody really seems to want to do anything more about it. Well, I mean, I know. I mean, what are you? What can we do, though? I mean, basically, people can protest in the streets and stuff. But then, what? What else can you do? I know. Well, I guess we just have to vote. I know, and you know, these Supreme Court picks are lifetime, so you can't vote them out. Yeah, and I don't. I personally don't think expanding the Supreme Court is really gonna. I think it just kind of opens you up to. Well, I think it would have to be really weighed carefully, and I think it would have to be bipartisan to to work, and that's probably just not going to happen. Well, name there's not much bipartisan. Exactly, we can't do anything hardly ever. I mean, we, we say that we have to be a little careful because some stuff did happen bipartisan, and we mm -hmm. we still vote for some judges sometimes, and also 
they passed the the chips act that was bipartisan they passed the infrastructure bill that was bipartisan yeah. of course military spending is always bipartisan <laughs> so some stuff is bipartisan it does happen the other stuff you know it seems kind of rare and also it doesn't get the headlines quite as much when you know oh congress got along today you know it's that's not a very good headline. <laughs> so the headline is, you know, Congress got in a big fight today, right? That's a much better headline. So right. when they do get along, there isn't much notice of it in the news or in reporting. But yeah, but you're right. I mean, it certainly feels like they can hardly ever come together. Right. Or we can hardly ever come together as a country. And since so we kind of went on that sidetrack yesterday, uh, last week, there was a couple things that we didn't. I didn't get to talk about, but um, what about you? How's it? Well, like I said, I have some sort of, you know, little stuff. And of course, the biggest one was the more I didn't want to talk, just mention that that whole more versus Harper thing did happen. That's good news for America. That's good news for democracy. Uh, it sort of means that whole whatever it is, the weird theory that they had, the independent state legislature theory is basically dead, which is a good thing. So um, that that's a good thing for us. So. That's something good that happened. That could have been horrible if that happened. That would have been just a created chaos like you've never seen before if that decision had gone the other way. Because states could have just ruled to elect whoever they wanted. State legislatures could have picked whoever they wanted despite whatever, regardless of what their but citizens with, of their state the voted, picked. Yeah. Well, regardless of what the voters picked, yeah. Mm. Um, so that, that was probably one of the sort of noteworthy, you know, sort of serious things. Like I guess I have a lot of stuff that's not that serious. But I was going to also mention that, you know, we talk about all the stuff that happened and, and that infrastructure bill did, you know, pass. And the thing is, for Biden's perspective, as a, you know, related to his getting elected, you know, a lot of that money is not going to get, you know, get through the bureaucracies in time to really do very much during his presidency. So a lot of this is going to, other people will probably be taking credit for in the future. But they did... They did. Um, they will be releasing forty-two billion for nationwide broadband, um, as part of a, the one trillion bipartisan infrastructure law. So, so that's potentially something that there might people might actually because you know for the, in general people aren't going to see that much during his presidency. People aren't going to see that much effect from that that bill that got passed. So you know he doesn't really sort of you won't really get much credit for it. But mm -hmm. at least this money is going out. Um, which, you know, potentially people might feel a little bit to get improved broadband in some of these rural areas and some of these other situations. But, you know, again, it's kind of tough that whether he'll get credit for a lot of this, right? Right. A lot of it's going to happen in other people's lifetime or, or, or um, somebody else's um, presidency, right? But that's pretty cool that that happened. That's, that's good. That's a good thing. So at least, at least each state's going to get at least 107 million, and then some. Some will get more depending on their need. Texas will receive the most at 3.8 billion. And what are they going to do with it? Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, supposedly it's all going to go towards improving broadband, right? Yeah. More high-speed internet, more rural. Um, Who oversees access. that in each state? Uh, yeah, the you know, that's government. those are all great questions we need to dive into <laughs> because it's like here we have no we have no choice, right? We only have one provider to choose from. So it'd be nice if we had a secondary provider, right? Right. Get some competition. So that could potentially improve the quality. But yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with expanding to areas that don't have much broadband access. But I think well, that's kind of a semi-serious thing. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. What's your next one? Well, um, this might go back to this. Um, let me bring up the date of this. Oh, and this, I'm assuming there's dates. On oh, things. and I've got a couple of callbacks to stuff we've had yeah, on other shows. Cool. So, um, and I think that I was also, this one hit me a little hard because um, of the conspiracy theory thing. <laughs> yeah. We're back to that again. Yeah. <laughs> So it went, this is, and of course, um, I'm on, I'm back on Twitter. This was on June 21st. And so the, um, the Justice Department launched an investigation into the Wall Street um, short sellers. Um, Just and, all short sellers or a specific group? Um, I think all of it, but, um, and then the very next day, TD Ameritrade, 
Bartler House went up, the storage facility went up in flames. Huh. Imagine that. They hauled the evidence away while it was on fire <laughs> in direct violation of OSHA. But 60 hedge funds are, uh, were to undergo investigation for manipulating short selling. Terrific. And the authorities concluded that the falling shelf took out the entire building sprinkler system. The, and falling shelf is in quotes. <laughs> oh, so, great. And the facility is a newer facility, state-of-the-art fire prevention. But the hedge funds under investigation um, you know, from, uh, are under investigation for their short-selling practicing practices. So... Um, did you hear anything about that? No, I was going to ask if you if it referenced any you know particular source. Oh no, and that's why I'm kind of looking back. Um, um, uh, the, in in a Bloomberg exclusive. So Bloomberg, Gary Genlisser. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I don't know that name, but. I mean, Bloomberg is not. And apparently the actual fire happened in um, February. This all happened in February, but it's just now being reported. But that they were actually, the thing that was interesting is they were actually trying to get evidence. Instead of putting out the fire, they were actually pulling, kind of spreading it out, trying to get the evidence away from the build, the fire. So I don't know. And then I, of course, in my, um, in my uh, way of thinking that you would always have all the answers to everything. Yeah. I haven't had it across my radar and yeah. I'm, you know, not seeing a lot of reporting about it. Um, yeah. Which makes me kind of wonder, I mean, there is, uh, yeah, there's not a lot. There is, I mean, there there was a fire. That, that appears to be pretty true. Mm -hmm. um, um, but, you know, some of that other stuff, it's hard to say for sure. Yeah, so I I kind of want to um, dive in farther than that, but I was, like, saying, it was from, I had it from last week, and I didn't want to say, here's another conspiracy theory. <laughs> well, yeah, it sounds a bit like a conspiracy theory right now, but... I mean, well, the knows? whole thing about... Well, literally in this case, where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, literally. I don't want to say it's a conspiracy theory that our hedge funds are not exactly um, treating us well because they're they're not. But anyway. Yeah, and these short sales can really hurt ordinary investors. Yeah. Most of us don't invest on shorts, right? Most of us are long and uh, most in of us, including myself, I'm raising my hand, don't really understand short selling. Right. I mean. I can explain to you, but I don't understand how it works. But anyway. Yeah, I so, certainly don't have the guts to actually do it myself. No way. <laughs> I'd have been shorting really good stocks for a long time. So I was <laughs> sure they were going to die and I'd be running out of money by now. So what's up with you? Well, a couple of, I have a couple of callbacks. I mean, one is we were talking before about, um, we've talked before about a lot of stuff, and I do have several other callbacks, but we talked before about, um, the uh, psychedelics, you know, and how psych there was some, I was talking about some research about psychedelics, you know, could actually have some benefit. You know, there should be some research into these that, that they should be allowing research in some into some of these psychedelics to see, you know, at least find out if there's right, any for psychiatric care and for and uh, for anything, yeah, stress, anxiety, yourself, yeah. whatever, yeah, like microdosing stuff like that. But some of them are whatever they are, class, whatever um, that you can't even do research with them in the United States, right? Right. But the U.S. Food and Drug Administration released draft guidelines for research into the therapeutic use of psychedelics, which people now say is basically probably a final step towards legalizing, you know, legalizing, legalizing research. You know, but therapeutic—that's not research. Well, research into the, the therapeutic oh, okay. use, research into the therapeutic use. I missed that use. part of it. Sorry. Yeah, so that's what they put out the guidelines for how to do the research, which. You know the you know people inside in the know, not not me, but people in the know say that that probably means they're pretty close to, you know, making it, um, you know, legal to do research with it on MDMA and psilocybin and stuff, right? Nice. So, 
Yeah, I think that's a good thing. We I think it's out. a good. I think it's a good thing too. Yeah, so I thought that was a little follow up to something we had talked about before, and another follow up. Well, I have a couple, but here's another one on um, the uh, just a follow up on that Rust movie and the oh. shot. so that armor. What they charged him in addition to the other charges, they charged him with evidence tampering as well. What? Yeah, I guess he already, or no, she, I guess Hannah Gutierrez Reed already faces involuntary manslaughter charges in that death of Halina Hutchins. Mm -hmm. uh, but now she faces an additional count of tampering with evidence. So that's kind of, hmm, what's up with that? <laughs> yeah, I, I want to know, I seriously want to be in the room. Well, I really don't, but of the fly on the wall when they say, yeah, let's go ahead and finish this movie and put this movie out. Right. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I know. How do you do that in good faith? I, but I, I mean, there's so much pressure in that world. Yeah, but I don't, I'm don't. i not going to see that movie. No. So um, did you see who's going to take over for... Um, Wheel of I did, I did, and I have that on my list too. Okay, well, I was wondering if you had any feels about that. Um, don't really. I don't have any feels Not for really. him. Actually, I have yeah. no negative or positive. nor positive yeah. feels for um him. I think I I, I don't know. So it's I mean, he kind of it's just kind of a thing that's happening. Um, it's and we of, weren't Wheel of Fortune people anyway. Oh, by the way, it's um Ryan Seacrest, um, but. We're not Wheel of Fortune people, nor am I, are we Ryan Seacrest people, but I think that Ryan Seacrest is kind of, you know, he kind of took over the uh, Dick Clark yeah, for Dick Clark. And then right. he tried to, he didn't try. He just, then he kind of moved into, um, you know, live with Kelly mm -hmm. Ripa and uh, right. American Idol. And then he went into that. I mean, he's just, he's a, he's an MC of whatever. He's always going to. Right. You know, but um, yeah, Pat, Pat Sage actually—he he should go home. I mean, he, yeah, he's he's put a—he's done his—he's done his job. I mean, he's been doing that for like my entire lifetime. So, it feels like. But I didn't read further. Is Vanna gonna go with him? Oh, I don't know. God, I don't know. Well, I think you only have half the story there, my I, friend. I, I guess I only have half the story. I can't believe Anna's going to not give it up to at some point. She might not. Maybe not Oh, my now, God. She makes so much money just well, wearing a beautiful dress. But then again, you know, go, good girl. She's go, home, put her, your, yeah. go home, put your feet up. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Go home, put your feet up. Have a martini and criticize the um, other people who are now going to take over. <laughs> yeah, right. You can tell them how they're doing it wrong. No, you sit there, you know, armchair quarterback kind of thing. You know, like, <laughs> oh, my God. Right. That's funny. Look at how she touched the bottom of the letter. She just touched the top of the letter. I don't think you turn it. She didn't more... twirl fast enough. Yeah. yeah. I think you just push a button. Now. I don't know. We weren't really. Yeah. I think. The, I, 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 I don't know. They might have her still doing that just to, because what else can, does she no, do? You push a button underneath. Oh, I see. And it twirls before itself. Before it used to. No, right. it just turns on. Before oh, you'd have to. Yeah, to before, flip it. Before technology, you, the, the light would just go on. She'd have to like totally turn the block right, like around. Flip it. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Well, you went right to some fun stuff, and I'm going to take you right back down. Take to right down to some. <laughs> well, it's catching up from our uh, our other stuff. Take you right back down to the story <laughs> that take I us read. Down the bad road. And this, this, I say this is definitely in the vein of outrage. This is from the a AP News. Okay. Um, and this is dated J June 14th. So yeah, we're really um, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, from Scranton. Um, Pennsylvania. Okay. So a former Harvard morgue manager. Okay. You know, all right. Okay. Stole brains, skin and other body parts to sell them. I did see something about that. He and his wife were selling body parts of cadavers that were, had been donated to Harvard. I did see something about this. What the? And then was it or like some on the dark web or something? Yeah, from 2018 to early 2023, according to the court documents. They were taken without the school's knowledge or permission. And so, so they say. So do you know very much about that? Like who buys those? And for well, what that's what I was going to ask you. Yes, I don't know anything about if that. If you saw on eBay a, a brain in a, in a jar, <laughs> you go, well, that's cool. Or a finger or a skin. Because all of this stuff has been... Um, 
embalmed. It's not like so you can't like put it in somebody. It's not, it's not like gonna, it's not usable it's not a, for anything. Yeah, it's not like a except new, for new research. For somebody. Except for research. Let's see. That's what I want to know. What he took body parts. The people that buy that, what heads, are they doing with it? Brains. I think that's the bigger story. Yeah, is who's buying this? But no, but still, he take them back home um, at, with his wife, and they were sent to buyers through the mail. Okay, think about this too. If you're the mailman and you're sitting there and you got a truck so full of stuff with boxes, do you actually, if you stop to think, what's really in those boxes? Would a uh, hand ever come to mind? Uh, there's a hand in one of those boxes. There's a. The bodies were donated to Harvard Medical School, Harvard, Harvard, Harvard Medical School, and used for education. Once they're no longer needed, the cadavers are usually cremated and the ashes are returned to the donor's family. Yeah, I need to know who buys them and for what purpose. Right. I think, like, what's the other <laughs> side of the story? Yeah, that's the more important part so, of the story. How do, and how would they know how to reach out to that market segment, right? Well, even this, um, yeah, it's, all of it's just... I have many, many, many questions that are <laughs> that are not answered in this um, in this article. And like we've talked before about, you know, after death, what do you want done after death? And I've and I've always told you, just take throw me at any school that'll take me, whatever. And you always say, <laughs> Yeah, you don't know how those schools work. <laughs> <laughs> I I used to hang out with those people, so I don't. I don't oh, and by the way, even after reading the story, I, I still. I still think they need cadavers. Just, you know, throw me over there. Um, but I can see okay, how this, one, they, this one from the BBC has an indictment included a grim reference to a PayPal memo. Yep. PayPal for a purchase of thousand dollars or uh, that allegedly read head number seven. Yeah. Yeah. I read that too. Oh, but the, the lawyer declined to um, comment going to do it all in court. Mm -hmm. They sold human skin to a Pennsylvania man who tanned it to create leather. Uh, tanned it to create leather. Okay, so Miss, here's one buyer, apparently. Miss McLean purchased dissected faces that she intended to have turned or tanned into leather. Oh, did what did I just say? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> she has a store called Cat's Creepy Creations. Uh, well, yeah. I was reading that when you go, oh, here, I've got one. Uh, I'm sorry. That's okay. But yeah, and then also somebody else bought stolen body parts totaling $37,000. Yeah. Doesn't say what that person was buying them for. No. So that's one thing, I guess, these weird stores or um, shops that have creepy stuff. I thought it was illegal to do stuff like that with human remains. Oh, I'm sure it is. I mean... Like, and so, but I mean, she would have like a secret, you know, oh, I've got the good stuff back here <laughs> to, to her creepy clientele. <laughs> creepy clientele. That'd be a good We're name. Full of alliterations That today. would be a good good name for our store. Creepy clientele. <laughs> yeah, that's, okay, that's wacky. So I have that story that that did outrage me. And I just was like, wait a minute. What the? Yeah, that's, that's totally whack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. And also it outraged me that, um, okay, I always ask you about these news sources before I go into it. Have you heard of the New Republic? Yeah. And what's your feeling? I know they're not like high on the credibility list. Okay, well then let's. But that's fine. Let's see what they're saying. Well, you know, a lot of these states are um, doing free school lunches and breakfasts for all children. Mm -hmm. You've seen that. You've seen where states of like Missouri now does it, and other states are moving. I think California did move not not breakfast, but they're trying. They're moving towards the free lunch program. Okay. Um, they lean left, the New Republic. Oh, okay. Well, this is definitely a story that reads left because it's saying that the Republicans and they have a low confidence rating. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, then we should take this with a grain of salt. Right, for sure. Yeah. But okay, go to the next one. Oh, what? It's just that the uh, the Republicans have um, the Republican 
candidates around the um, country are kind of saying they're going to reverse that decision. They're not going to do the free lunch programs in schools. But their tax dollars should not go to feed kids whose parents don't feed them. Yeah, you know, I and how, I made the mistake of, of posting something about how because someone was complaining about if you can't afford school, then you shouldn't have gone. Blah 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 blah. But wait, what? It's sort of like you know, I was talking about how we had vets getting, you know, college paid for, and it helps society in general to have more educated people and to have people move up the ladder. Yeah, move out of poverty. That helps all of us to have that happen. Lower yeah. crime. You know, there's more consumers. The economy's better. And so, and and uh, someone did, thought you that was a dumb thing. Oh yeah, I mean, I, that makes me a crazy, crazy left, radical lefty. But it's an like this sort of lost track. An educated, healthy population. Right, and moving up, moving people, helping people move out of poverty is like good for all of us, even rich people. Yes. Because those become consumers. They buy stuff. Yes. All that stuff. Yes. They, be, you know, so, and as crime goes down, you know, it's like. We sort of lost track of our sort of social contract. And I also think it's crazy to even have that debate. It, obviously, you feed people. People are hungry, you feed them. Especially children. Come on. Yes. Those kids are growing up. They're going to run the country someday. We hope. Exactly. So I have an NPR story. Oh, yeah? What are they talking it's about? Kinda, um, they're talking about pedestrians. Okay. That uh, pedestrian deaths... They're at their highest rate. Really? In um, 40 years. Is this because everybody's looking at their phone? That's a good, that's a, that's actually pretty good. I wasn't thinking that, but that's a, actually a very, um, very smart. <laughs> Just start wandering into the street. <laughs> yeah. With their head down. Uh, they don't give any reasons why or theories. 20 people a day get killed by a uh, pedestrian, 20 pedestrians a day. And so how much is that sort of per capita per car? I mean, how much has this really gone okay, up? Okay, look, do you really, you, you know me, man. <laughs> I'm asking I these know. questions. <laughs> what the hell? But they don't say anything about that. No. The organization that tracks pedestrian deaths. Oh, there's one organization. That there's an organization. That does it. <laughs> hey, buddy, how many people died today? Well, I mean, it's got to be reported. They must be get, where are they getting that news from, that info from? They estimate that 7,500 pedestrians were killed last year by drivers. That's the okay, highest that's number a, since 1981. Because how many people dr dr die in, in drunk driving? Like 50,000 or 10,000? I don't know. You should probably know that number. Oh, the final tally is even greater given that Oklahoma was unable to provide data due to a technical <laughs> issue. What? So Cletus couldn't give us any data? Oh, my God. <laughs> that now you're being... Um, I'm being hickish. 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 Yes. Oh, oh, this is what they say. Pedestrian deaths have been climbing since 2020, uh, 2010 because of the unsafe infrastructure and the prevalent, the pre say that word for me, please. Prevalence? Prevalence of SUVs. So how many people you say die every day or every week or whatever? What, in, okay, in so last year, 7,500 without, and that's without Oklahoma. Okay. That thing keeps sticking to your arm. Oh, it does, huh? Mm -hmm. That's 20 people. They say 20 people a day. So that's about half of how many die in drunk, uh, in drunk driving. So drunk driving kills 37 people a day, according so to So I wonder, though, there can be some of these deaths may be considered, maybe, uh, maybe stats of both. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, that's true. So this is 13,000. So I guess in two, 2021, Almost well, over, a little over thirteen thousand people died in alcohol impaired driving deaths, and that was how much did you say it was? Seven thousand. Seven, yeah, just yeah. last year. So, so yeah, about half. The prevalence of SUVs, which tend to be more deadly for pedestrians than small cars, when the pandemic. Oh, and you also have drivers texting. That could be another reason they run over pedestrians, right? Yeah. Impaired by iPhone. You know, it just <laughs> jumped up after that pandemic. Huh. Well, yeah, there's a lot of people out and about, I guess. The road the streets U were empty there for a few months. Yep. Yeah. That's interesting. That's a pretty high number. I know it's a high number. 
Were you outraged by that? I wasn't. Um, <laughs> yeah, mostly. I, I, um, since since we've started this journey together with your show, and especially with these sit downs, I've been I'm trying to be a lot more introspective and uh, look at both sides before I just go. What? Look at this. <laughs> yeah, take a little deeper. <laughs> yeah, because there was something I actually. I didn't, I shouldn't even talk about it really because I didn't, I, A, I, I'm not just an expert in this whole area, but, um, you know, I saw several people talk about that case in Tennessee where the teenager and her mom worked together to do a medically induced abortion mm-hmm. or termination. And, and, you know, they were talking about Tennessee. It's just happened in Tennessee because they're because they're anti-abortion and they can't. And so these people, and this, so this teenagers got sentenced to a pretty long prison term, which I think she might be appealing. I don't know for sure, but I think it was like 12 or 15 years or something for doing this medically induced determination. But you can go do a poo-poo in the Capitol and get uh, six years. Right. But what was interesting, I mean, the, the question I had, you know, you're talking about going a little deeper and seeing what oh, else yeah. is there to this, is this, they, they tried to do this pres- this termination at 29 weeks. Oh. Now at 29 weeks, from what I saw, and you can tell me if this is, you can tell me what you know about this. 29 weeks, no doctor in the country would do an abortion. No, no. it's too late. No. And certainly the medical ones look like they want you to do it like at 12 weeks or less. Not unless there's something that yeah, something like if, right. if the something's wrong with One the fetus, the, yeah. or if the fetus is already passed, or, or the, yeah, yes. the mother's in, in dire, yeah, dire straits. But but no, not. No. So I don't, what I didn't see is again, we always want to know like what they yeah, leave out of these stories story. and that what, you know, was left out of the story for me is like, how did they arrive at the 29th? You know what I mean? Is this because they couldn't get it earlier? And that's how they finally, it took them that long to finally say, well, screw it. We got to do it this way. Yeah. And is that why, I mean, we don't, I don't, so I, I don't know the reason why it was happening, why they did it at 29, you know, what, what was the circumstances of the 29 weeks? That was the part that isn't clear in any of the stuff that I found. So, we we could do a whole thing on news stories that only have they have half the missing the data. Yeah, they only have half the half story or less. Story. Yeah. There's our outrage right there. I know that's what I'm outraged about. But yeah, yeah. yeah so that was I want to know. I want to know more behind that. Like, how did it arrive at 29 weeks? And you can still argue about is 12 years the right amount and all this kind of stuff. And it's, you know, that's a whole nother debate that you could certainly have. Well, I hadn't heard any of that story, so I'm now I'm interested. But um, yeah, well, like you said, it's like what's what's going on here what there's more a little bit more to that story because of the 29 who, who where's that story from it's kind of everywhere it's been all over the place so and i'm also kind of wondering the conspiracy theory of that story as well what do you mean well because well like because immediately we will go 29 weeks this is crazy who would do this right but that part is never talked about or isn't you know it's kind of buried in the story because the lead of the story is you know tennessee is convicting a teenager for 15 years for doing a medically induced abortion, which you're going to think, okay, this was, you know, at the first 10 weeks, it was like a normal medical abortion. And, and then you find out it was 29 weeks and you kind of go, okay, what's going on here? Right. It's also, I get a little uncomfortable even when you say normal medical abortion. <laughs> well, I mean, within I don't, the I don't, no, no, parameters no, of no, those of course, medical abortions. Of course, yeah. Christy, um, I'm definitely pro, pro-choice, but I also thoroughly believe that nobody wants to make this decision. This is a decision that is so difficult and it's not taken lightly, but there, yeah, there's too, there's too many questions on that story. Yeah. Well, there's at least more to it than what, what the, what the, uh, you know, each side of that, that story is telling, right. There's still more, there's still more to it. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's what I, I was, it was obvious there that, you know that and that get left out like that's part of the story it's like why isn't that there um and you know so anyway so that's 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 why i said i didn't want to talk about a lot i'm not exactly an expert but there's that wrinkle of the 29 should weeks. that be your homework to find out what's Go kind of, going well on like i said i look some and you just can't get more details it's like we were saying these articles just then aren't that, out there then that makes you feel like there's something for the information you, you want why it's are not you there. hiding this yeah And as a uh, reporter, why don't you have the answers to all this? Right. Right. I mean, why wasn't I able to find more backstory about the, um, about the, 
about about the whole thing. Like the only story are these sort of, um, uh, you know, teenager gets long prison sentence. That's the only that's the only headline, and you can't find more details about it. But anyway, I like I say we, it was it was interesting. So yeah, maybe I will see if I can find any more about it. Because the 29 weeks thing is what I mostly, oh, it's Nebraska, I guess. Did I say, did I say some other state? Um, it was Nebraska. You said Tennessee. Yeah, I think it was Nebraska. So, yeah. So anyway, I'll, I'll try to figure out if I can learn any more uh, about like that backstory. But again, you know, it's HIPAA and probably you, know, you don't have to tell anybody about it, but. I no, thought that was kind of know. a significant we don't need part to of the know story. Their names, except for it's probably um, because of the lawsuit. It's probably at least the, the mom's name's probably listed. We know the names. Yeah. Of, of, yeah. But anyway, I, I feel like I, I feel like there's more to the story, and I, and I'm not saying I agree with the prison sentence, but I'm just saying that I feel like there's more to the story. I think there is more to the story. Yeah. Um. So most of mine are all, well, they're all, my, mine are most, well, the, the semi-serious one I have, I guess, well, the only other one is, you know, that Netanyahu's case continues, right? And it's yeah. like a, to me, it's like a parallel of what we're having here with Trump, right? Here you have a guy that was, he's been, he's been in this trial for, and main reason I bring it up is because yeah, he's been, this trial has been going on forever. I mean, when was this first done? I mean, in the meantime, he got kicked out of office. Now he's back in office and he's still, this trial is still going on. So we right. talk about all the people that are talking about Trump's going to be in jail before the election and all that. You're, you're, you're insane if you think that. I can't see how that could happen. With, like you look at this case, it's still raging on years and years later. Like that assumes Trump's going to get convicted. I mean, that might not even happen. But And he filed suit against E.J. Carroll. I saw that, yeah. What the? We'll see what if that goes. Anyway, he files those kind of suits all the time. He files countersuits he loses all the time. I don't know why he just likes to make people go through that, I guess. And well, he I think it's a, it's, a, it's an intimidation ploy. Yeah, he loses exactly. He loses almost all those suits. Um, but uh, but anyway, that's the only reason, main reason I bring up the Netanyahu thing because he's it's basically a big scandal. I don't know, folks that don't know, there's this historic history of the scandal. He's been involved in getting bribes and other stuff. He ultimately got kicked out, kind of related to that, and then he got now he's back in. Like here we go again, same guy's back in, even though he's in the middle. He's arrested by his own government that he's now in charge of. Yeah, his own government is like pursuing him for this case, and he's also trying to throw out laws. You know, there's been a bunch of um, protests and demonstrations in Israel because he's basically trying to change the government. How judicial? He's calling it judicial reforms, but what it really means is giving him more power um, <laughs> over the, the judicial that would would allow him to throw out his own case which is kind of what our president does have the right to do. Yeah. But they, anyway, so there's, in the middle of all that, we're like, this just feels like, yep, here we are, same thing. And right? we're back. Yeah, so I mean, that's <laughs> been going on for years. Oh my gosh. And he was already convicted and then it's appeal and it's just been, you know, just on and on and on. But, so yeah, one of my other ones, I, was, I don't know if this will get you uh, riled up or not, but do you know that Pepsi is introducing cola chip? This is a cola flavored ketchup for hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> okay are you reading me onion story i should should be an onion story yeah wait no no back up cola chip who who <laughs> who, who okay i'm gonna go into my i'm gonna put my get let me get my pad of paper and my glasses who what where when and how you mean who's it reporting? Who's the, reporting the, it? Yes. Who, what, where, when, and how? The Hill is reporting it. Who's okay? That's pretty. They're pretty reliable, and they're kind of centrist-ish. They're mostly centrist, and they're pretty reliable. Um, yeah. So I guess it's probably. Oh Jesus, David. Yeah. So and they put it in quotes. <sighs> the concept is both simple and creative. <laughs> The concept is nowhere near creative. The concept right. is stupid. stupid and disgusting. <laughs> stupid and disgusting. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> oh my God. It was developed by, by, by Pepsi and the Culinary Institute of America. Cola flavored ketchup? Yeah. Oh. That, their, their press release says it is both simple and creative. That's, <laughs> well, that's why it says simple and creative because it's... um. It's their press release, so right, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, 
Now I know what everyone's getting in their stocking this year. Some cold chip. Uh, and it, here's the reason why you would hate it right away, because the first ingredient is smoked tomatoes. And then onion ketchup and a delightful blend of clove, cinnamon, thyme, oregano, paprika, according to a Pepsi representative. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, there's a bunch of people sitting in a room all going, yes, this is a great idea. <laughs> mm, this is delicious. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what does the bottle look like? Well, I think they're not that far along yet. Right, because it's really not going to happen. It's and, probably never going to happen. And you are reading me onion stories. It's not an onion story, but it probably is never going to okay, happen. Okay, here's okay. So this is this is an episode we need to have onion or real story. Right. Oh, that's a, that's a good idea. We could do like three things and ask three if things. they're onion yeah. or real story. One of these is this onion story. One of them is uh, two of them are not. Yeah. <laughs> two truths and a lie. <laughs> two truths and an onion. <laughs> we should definitely do that. We have to work on that. I know. Well, I now want to save this story for my teachers and an onion. No, no, I kind of want to talk about this. All right, go for it. Um, so now, we, now we're gonna we we've been outraged enough, right? <laughs> yeah. No, but you're gonna be very happy about this one because you have a um a huge thing against uh aspartame. You can't stand aspartame, right? Even the or word, almost any of those. Even the right? word leaves a bad taste <laughs> does, in your yeah, mouth. I can, I can already feel it. Well, the um WHO. World Health Organization um, is going to declare it a can uh, cancer-causing, and it'll be outlawed. Oh, finally! <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be replaced with another chemical. Oh yeah, chemical. they've, got, they've already mean, got whatever the other one is, and it'll ten years from now it'll be cancer-causing. But sometimes, but you you just have this unnatural outrage against aspartame. <laughs> It's not, is that sugar-free? Does that have aspartame in it? <laughs> well, any of those thick sweeteners, actually. I know, but aspartame but seems aspartame, to roll off your tongue, yeah, kind of like it is right now one. for me. Yeah, that's a bad one. That's interesting. Okay, I didn't yeah, see that. Yeah, it is interesting. You didn't see it? Mm -mm. Oh, boy. Okay, so now here I've got one, and I've got, I do have many feels on this one. Okay. So, you know, we, the Raiders have a new part owner. Oh, I saw something about this, but I can't remember who it is. It's Tom freaking Brady. Oh, right, right. Yep. Okay. Is that true, though? I also saw something up, about that, that up, it didn't happen. Up, oh, well, that's what I did. So you followed up your I, research. I, I actually did research. Okay. I went to straight to the onion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I said, this could have been an onion story, right? Yeah. Um, so Yahoo News was reporting it. Um, and uh, let's see. Uh, Yahoo News, The Daily Beast, Las Vegas Review, um, NBC Sports. So um, as of two days ago, he is part owner. Really? It happened? Because I saw he something about deal. it wasn't happening. Well, then he reaches a deal. Yahoo oh, yeah. says he reaches CNN a deal. CNN is reporting it too, yeah. So um, my feels about this is like, okay, this guy knows one thing and one thing only, and that's football. Okay. That's all this all this guy knows is football. So he there's he's going to find ways to stay within football. Now, is he retired from the Buccaneers? <laughs> I don't know. He keeps coming back. Well, I'm not sure. So how can he own one team and play for another, A. That seems like that would be a conflict of interest. But but, <laughs> but it's conflict of interest a thing in, in um, just playing sports? Yeah, here's what's funny about it, though. It was reported as a done deal like a month ago, and right. then three days ago it was reported as a maybe deal. Right. So did then, this really happen, and is this really happening? Right. See, I'm still not convinced it's really happening. Yahoo says they reached a deal. But how long ago was that? Three days ago. Okay, well, this one says he was still working on a deal, but. And then he's th then three days ago, um, they're still calling him a Tampa Buccaneer. Um, so I'm saying this hasn't actually happened yet. And that, but he is retired. Um, First Sport says he's the new my or. Oh, no, this one says the deal will be sent to the NFL for approval by league owners. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. So what do you think the the um, Buccaneer owner is going to say? 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like you say, I, I mean, I, it's so confusing because if he's going to stay on the team, I don't know. I mean, you feel like this has to be a retirement thing, right? I don't know. Well, or or what if he plays for Raiders? Oh, I didn't even. And wait, that. and didn't Garoppolo go to the Raiders? I don't but then, know. No, but then Garoppolo got turned down from the Raiders because he didn't pass his physical. Something like that happened. Yeah. I'm Why do I know so much it. about football? Well, and I was going to ask you about a sport thing too, because you're like more into sports than I am lately. It seems like. <laughs> <laughs> but so I just thought this is this is going to be, um, kind of a little bit groundbreaking here. Well, wait. Let's back up. How many past Football players are and uh, are owners of teams. Um, there's quite, probably a few. Not a well, huge there's number. what's his name from the guy who owns you know from Denver. Oh right, yeah. What's his name? The guy who owns all the car dealerships. Right. Troy. No, I don't think that's right. It's not him. It's not Troy Aikman, but um, I forget his name, but I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but. I wonder, um, that should be an easy thing to figure out, but so I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, we'll have to see, uh, well, the owners, I'll have to go to the owner's meeting. Yeah. You got to check that out. Yeah. Say, <laughs> so, uh, I'm just going to sit here in the back. No problems. So, but this, yeah, he's going to, we'll see if he plays for the Raiders. Oh, I don't think that's happening, but what do I know? If he owns the Raiders, he can do whatever he wants. I think it's a minor ownership. It is a minor ownership, 5%. Yeah. So we've, um, they've also talked to, you know, the prediction is that LeBron's going to uh, buy a team so he and his son can play together on the same team. But if you're an owner of the same team, I mean, like right now, my question is, can he be – I, I think he did retire, but can he be a quarterback for the Buccaneers and a minor owner in another team? Like seems said, like a seems like seems like that wouldn't work. But if you're an owner of a team, can you also play for that team? I'm sure. You I don't think that, that's. I don't that think, would be fine. I don't think that's ever happened. I'm not sure that's ever happened. But the rumor is LeBron's going to do that. Like a, for, mm -hmm, for okay, he's going to put his own team together and then play on it. Well, I think he'd like to own the Lakers, but I don't think that's Jeannie, probably not I don't happening. think Jeannie Buss is really up for that. Yeah. Wait, who did Jeannie Buss just get engaged to? Jay Moore. Oh, really? Yes. Interesting. Very is Jay Moore still all roided up? I don't. Was he? I didn't remember him being roided up. Oh, he got totally up. roided up. You know why? Because he was working out to. Um, oh man, he has no neck anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so he, yeah, he said, Oh, oh, Jay. <laughs> oh, oh, Jay. I, I hope he's happy. <laughs> I, no, I hope, I wish, I hope they're happy, but yeah. Okay, well, I'm gonna ask my sports question now. Okay. On my sports, other sports item. So I don't know if you saw this one already that. ASPN laid laid off a bunch of ASPN ESPN okay laid off a bunch of commentators. Did you see anything about that? Well, I think one of them was Steve Young. He got laid off. I think. Well, Steve Young was kind of he wasn't a great commentator. Yeah, like him that much. He he was fine, but it was no, he wasn't. Um. Well, that's remember we talked about how they're going strictly to streaming. Yeah. Does it talk about that? This one doesn't know, but. I don't think I, I dive in there a little bit, but we got analysts Jeff Van Gundy, Jalen Rose, <gasps> Jalen Rose, Keyshawn Jackson, Susie Col Colber, uh, Max Kellerman. Those, those are some of the ones that got fired. So I don't know if you heard anything about that or if you no, have any feels about it. I just, I, I, I'm, I know you watch a lot of ESPN on TikToks. <laughs> On the TikTok. On the TikTok. No, I don't. I'm not on the TikTok. So on uh, Instagram, my whole Instagram is nothing but um, ESPN. So it's Sports Center. Good. By the way, it's a good Instagram feed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I know because you forward some of them to me. You <laughs> you curate it for me because I don't want to see it all. It's send a lot. Yeah. No, but I watch. I do do a lot of ESPN. You're right. I just didn't know if that maybe crossed your radar and you had any thoughts about it. No, it had not crossed my radar, and um, 
I, I'm concerned a little bit about ESPN. I know. Like, what's up with that? Uh, no. I don't know. I'm not sure what the whole thoughts are on that. So we'll have to watch. It's a watch and see situation. Well, I think that's pretty much all I have. Okay, well, have then let's more? talk. Let's do the quick and dirty stuff. Um, you got it. R.E.P. Alan Arkin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Saw that. Um, happy Bobby Benilia Day. Really? Yes. That's a thing? Uh, yeah. Did you know that July 1st? Okay, seriously, why do I know the sports stuff? Yeah, so that's the Pittsburgh Pirate, Bobby Bonilla? No. No. New York Mets. Wasn't he a Pittsburgh Pirate before that? He might have been. But to July 1st is known as Bobby Bonilla Day. He hasn't played since 1999, but he'll receive his annual check of $1.19 million. And that's the deal he made in 2000, in the year 2000, the Mets agreed to buy out the remaining of his 5.9 million yeah, yeah. contract. However, instead of paying Benilia the 5.9 million at the time, the yeah, Mets- Yeah, he was on the Pirates from 86 to 91. I think he won a World Series with them. Yeah, but the Mets agreed to make him an annual payment of $1.2 million almost 1.2 million dollars for 25 years including an eight percent interest charge and i'm saying uh good for you mr vanilla bonilla bonilla right um it's interesting it doesn't it doesn't i don't think it mentions it on his wikipedia page but it might i might not be seeing it, it might be there somewhere well this is by espn so i don't know um well, but everybody knows Bobby Bonilla Day. Oh, no, you're right. Annual paycheck, $1.19 million, starting in 2011, ending in 2035. Okay, and by the way, why do you have to say you're right? Of course I'm right. Well, no, I, I, I actually, you're right. I didn't mean it that way. I just meant <laughs> I was uh, I was surprised it wasn't in the Wikipedia page, but oh, it, is, okay. it is there. Yeah, so he gets his paycheck every um, on July 1st. He gets one. It's an interesting deal that they decided to make that deal. If you read a little deeper, it has to do with Bernie Madoff. It does. Yes. There's a Bernie Madoff There's connection. There's a Bernie Madoff connection to Interesting. this. Interesting. Where they thought this was going to be a great deal. And they, instead of paying, instead of paying Bonilla the um, $5.9 million, that they were going to invest that with Madoff. Oh, God. Ton. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Bless Excuse you. Me. Okay, so happy Bobby Bonilla Day. All right. Um, Fox did have to pay out the $12 million uh, to that producer. Right. For Tucker Carlson. It was like a sexual assault charge, right? It was a um, harassment harassment Harassment. and um, an unsafe workplace kind of thing. And we also, this last week, had another perfect, we had a perfect game. Um, oh, I saw that. Yes. Yeah, somebody pitched a perfect game. I forget who it was. um, It was... um, Domingo German. Germain. Germain. But um I mean I don't know, like I I'm a baseball fan. I like it. Yeah. I like it. And I'm sorry, a no hitter, a perfect game is a pretty exciting game. We were lucky enough to see one, we saw one. live. But um they're awesome too. Yeah. They're very rare. It's very hard to do. And can even though um uh, Yankees are not my team. Congratulations! <laughs> Congrats, for sure, yeah, one hundred percent. That's a uh, that's a big accomplishment. Who was the Who was the team that got beat? Does it say? Does it matter? Well, <laughs> you don't want to be that team. That's the only reason it matters. Don't do you think sometimes <laughs> if the team sees it's a no hitter and it's like a really beloved? Um, well, the pitcher, tradition is you really try to be fair and square with them at some point. And you don't do something weird like a bunt hit or something like that. You just try to see if you can get a good hit. You do want to get a hit. You don't want to go down with a no hitter or with a perfect game. So they don't help him. But there also is a point at which, you know, your kind of tradition is you don't do something kind of sloppy to get a hit. Uh-huh. You try to just play the game straight up. That's kind of the tradition. Okay. Like well, I guess my one other thing that I was going to mention was that Apple market share hit, market value, yes. I should say, hit $3 trillion. Yes. Wasn't it just like a little while ago it hit $1 trillion? That to me is insane that it's that high. I um, it, I, I, I don't, to me, that's, to me, it was like, yeah. 
Well, it's just the, the whole idea of even a three trillion company at all, you know, well, I, 20 years ago would have been just unfathomable. Yeah, right? but that was 20 years ago. Now I think that's that's kind of what I expect. Yeah, it's crazy, though. That's a huge number. I know, but when when do I get my check? Yep. <laughs> I know they, I, won't even, they won't even buy our iPhones back. I know. They just want, me to, they just want to throw them away. I know. Um, yeah, I. Um, to me, I saw that and I went, I guess that's big, but I, I, I just kind of said, well, yeah. For me, it was a surprise in that it seems like it's just the other day. You know, I mean, it's not, but I mean, it just feels like it was just the other day that they hit one trillion, and that was like unprecedented. Yeah. And so now that's it's kind of crazy. Hmm. Well, this is the Fourth of July. It is. Yeah, and so I did. I was telling you a little bit about this story, but I went and I brought us back up about fireworks. And that, um, um, and this is by the Wildlife Center. So, okay. Um, don't take this with a grain of salt. I mean, we should really think about it. And I love fireworks. You love fireworks. Yeah. Who no, doesn't, love, well, who doesn't love fireworks? Watching when we were kids. Yeah, but you know, it's a little that little pyro in all of us. <laughs> right. And they're they're beautiful and the whole thing, but um, the way they affect the environment is pretty. This is stuff that I did not know, nor did I ever occur to me to think that what's happening when they set these fireworks off. So apparently that bees become very disoriented and they don't go back to their hives. So it messes up the bee population okay. more than it's already messed up. Or is that we do so many fireworks, this is what's all messed up the bee population. <laughs> to begin with. Um, birds panic. Birds have panic attacks. And it causes massive deaths, massive deaths. And I'm saying, hmm, I don't, first of all, I don't recall seeing a lot of dead birds around ever. Right. But um, I, I, so I don't under, I don't think I've ever seen that. Have you? No, I've never seen that. But it makes sense. I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, wildlife, uh, wild animals that are raising babies abandon their dens in fear and so the babies die. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I yeah, I I guess it could happen. I guess could happen, right? But I think that would also happen, like with cars driving by and stuff. But um, that fish are affected terribly by the um, firework debris, and I never. And to me, that's like, yeah, that would be bad because especially with those fireworks that are shot over water. Yeah, I guess so. I was kind of wondering about like how much debris is really coming down. I don't know, but I guess there's a fair bit. A lot. Yeah. But the thing, the thing that, of course, we all know that uh, dogs and cats, you right. know, your domestic pets do really bad. But it never occurred to me, and I feel like an asshole that it never occurred to me, that um, humans with PTSD really affects them terribly. Right, like vets and stuff. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't know about that. I It never occurred to me because I'm in my little self-centered world. <laughs> right. You know, checking out on the ESPNs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I well, guess... And they're starting to replace a lot of these fireworks shows with drone shows now. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. So we saw that drone light show the other night. We were kind of going, huh. Oh, and a, a case for everybody who's keeping count. Yeah, we did go see another concert. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> we, we, we have one in a couple weeks again, I think, don't we? Um, yes, we have one, yeah. But it's summertime. That's, that's when the... Um, it's kind of what happens. Kind of what happens, yeah. So um, I just wanted to kind of... Um, mentioned that I should do a little, re a little more research to see how much of that is all. Yeah, how much of that but is I, kind of exaggerated the, or whatever. Right, but the PTSD, I think that yeah, that would be terrible for people. Right. So, anything else, my love? Nope. I was just gonna um, wish everybody that is in the U.S. or celebrates otherwise, happy uh, 4th of July. Have a safe 4th of July, a fun 4th of July. Have a hot dog, a hamburger, <laughs> sparkler. <laughs> um, 
And uh, I guess if you don't celebrate Fourth of July, well, I guess we have Bastille Day coming up. There's all, there's other ones around. What when's Canada Day? You know what? Why don't we just say enjoy your summer? I hope. Well, you're for sure, enjoy cool. your summer. Yeah. So I hope you're staying cool. Um, you know, have a good one. You know what? Cheers. Cheers. Love you. Love you. All right, folks. Thanks for joining in. We'll, we'll catch you next time. Bye. -bye. Bye.